0: playing the radical latino show
1: ladies and gentlemen put your hands in the air the new york This <laughs>
0: so, ra- 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 latino is taking you to another level
1: my people welcome back to another episode of the radical latino show it's your host the radical latino now today it's a very special special interview a very educational interview something that i've always been talking about ever since i started my platform something that i've always tried to warn people ever since i started my platform and i'm glad that today you guys are able to hear it from the horse's mouth you know this was something in the making um in my end in the making for quite some time i got in con i want to give you guys some backstory i got in contact with a couple of other people that um were former neo-nazi white supremacists. they're all the same but they were former you know white supremacists um and it happened twice um where the one person that i was gonna get an interview from um Last minute, got scared away and decided not to do it uh, because of, I believe because of the questions or whatever he didn't feel didn't feel right. So that was whatever. The second person that I wanted to interview ended up listening to the podcast and decided not to do so um, for whatever reason. They want to do uh, you know they wanted not to come in is on them. But it kind of does um for me personally it kind of raises a red flag where it goes are you still you know reforming are you still not a white supremacist you know what i mean so kind of raises a red flag but i'm happy that i was able to contact fritz who you're gonna hear in in a few minutes um for an interview and he was more than happy to come in and share his story and share his experience and share his uh, knowledge of the movement with us, you know? Um, I wanna give you guys a a backstory on how I found them to be completely honest. Um, This tweet that you guys are seeing, if you guys are seeing this on YouTube, um, you know, by all means, this is a tweet, but for the people on the podcast, I'm gonna read it out. Um, I went on Twitter basically just digging because I was kind of desperate just to find a former neo-Nazi, you know, who wanted to even come in and I, it took me a a good, maybe a good three to five hours to find it. And I found somebody on Twitter and Fritz, his tweet basically was, I'm a former Nazi skinhead. I lived the hate. I loved the hate. I fed off of it. It's much easier to love your brother, hashtag Ferguson. This was tweeted in August 17, 2014. I found this tweet. It didn't get uh, enough retweets or whatever the case is, but I did find it and I (laughs) I digged for it. And I contacted him and I said, listen, um, I found this tweet. If you don't mind, come in and we'll have an interview because I want your point of view and your ideology, um, to be broken down and you know, all of this other stuff, because remember people, when all my episodes are basically breaking down the white supremacy and breaking down the codes of white supremacy, not only to inform us and empower us, but also to understand where these people are coming from, to also understand, um, the mentality that happens and and festers with uh, certain type of people who believe, even though the system is set up for them, believe that they're the ones being victimized for whatever circumstances that they're going to Yeah, Everybody go through circumstances, but we have to understand there is a certain system set up that allow these circumstances to happen. So this is the reason why I always wanted a former white supremacist to come in and, and talk and. Having their challenges not only, not only you know, challenges, you know, uh, challenged, <laughs> you know, beliefs challenged, but also having us peek a little bit, like you know, put the curtain back and peek into that other side of why they do or why they did what they did, you know. So, without further ado, you know, I, I do a lot, uh, I do long intros, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Without further ado, um, here goes the interview with Fritz. I hope you guys enjoy it. Yo, yeah, what's up, guys? It's the Radical Latino, and I'm back with another episode. Now, this time I always bring you guys special guests, and this time is any different. It's not any different. And today I have with me a former, not current, but former white supremacist, and. He goes by the name of Fritz. What's going on, man?
2: Hey, what's up, brother?
1: Nothing much. Just hanging in there. Just hanging in there, you know. Um. Hopefully, everything is okay with you with this whole COVID thing, you know?
2: Well, doing so good so far, anyway. Yeah, S- yeah, yeah. Successfully uh, yeah, yeah. hiding from it.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good thing. Every, I think everybody's trying to hide from it at, at this point. But um, I want to, I, I want to thank you for coming in and actually uh, giving giving us your point of view and your story.
2: Hey, no problem.
1: All right. So, can you, Fritz? Can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
2: Well, I am pushing fifty. I like long beach, long walks on the beach, pina coladas, <laughs> and beaten Nazis. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, actually, I, I am pushing 50. Uh, I grew up in Southern California, mm-hmm. uh, which is where all of my story takes place. Mm-hmm. And I now live on the East Coast. Okay, gotcha. And uh, loving every minute of it.
1: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Now, um, I found you... On Twitter, basically, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sugarcoat anything. That that uh, that you know how I found you. You know, you didn't come looking for me. I came looking for you. You know. Um, I found you on. on yeah, and you
2: had you dug for that tweet. Yeah,
1: yeah, yes, I did. Yes, yes, I did. Um, I I found you on Twitter, and I'm gonna read what you said on Twitter and which which intrigued me and that's the reason why i reached out to you you said i'm a former nazi skinhead i live the hate i love the hate i fed off it it's much easier to love your brother you know and then you hashtag ferguson this was in 2014. um can you can you tell us what made you want to join the white supremacist group
2: Well, we're going to have to go really way back in my life and move up to that. Um, my my early life was without a father. Yeah. I was constantly picked on uh, at that point in my life. I wasn't accepted anywhere. And I was a, a good Christian kid in my teens. Yeah. And uh, give me one second here.
1: No, take your time. Take your time.
2: I need to... had to hit my cough button. <laughs> <laughs> take your time. Take your um, time. Yeah, I was uh, uh, a g- good Christian kid. You know, I was there for the acceptance, I think, more than really the faith. Um, yeah. So I was looking for a place. I I have battled alcoholism since I was 13. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I found that lovely al- alcohol and said, ooh, I fit in. Ah, I'm good. Gotcha. Uh Yeah. And then uh, the reason I bring up fatherless is because my only father figure in my life uh, passed away suddenly when I was roughly 17.
1: Wow. I'm sorry to hear that.
2: Okay, right? And... I had gone to my church for help, for some support, and I got w- one comment from a guy that I didn't even know there, and he said uh, something to the effect of, "You know, to seek sympathy is a sin." Wow. And it crushed me.
3: Wow, okay.
2: yeah and And that is why we have to, as as people, we have to be very careful what we say when we're talking to people who are in need.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: And this is this is where it's it's easier to love, you know. Yeah. And uh the result of that was I was already I had a a good buddy of mine who was heavily involved with uh Nazi skinheads in Orange County. And I was already running with him. Okay. This happened and I sank I sank into that hate.
3: Really? Wow.
2: I got into, yeah. uh, It was just that one comment and boom, gone. And when I got in tune with that hate Mm -hmm. and I fed off it, like I said in the tweet, I felt good. I felt powerful. You know, I had these guys behind me that I could start a fight with any person of color. Yeah. And they would be behind me. I wouldn't have to worry about getting my ass kicked yeah. because there's six guys behind me yeah. who will take care of it, you know? Yeah. So a, a, a all again, and I'm going to steal a, a Curtis Sliwa quote here. Uh, a gang is just a large group of cowards.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. One on one. They're Nothing yeah but when they got their voice, yeah, they're yeah. big and bad. Yeah. Okay? and that's where I was. I was a coward, yeah, right. Okay? And uh, you know this went on for roughly the next four years of my life.
1: Mm, oh so you so you were with that um that neo-nazi uh, group for for only four years? yeah, ah, uh, okay. And something very, something very interesting you told me, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, you dropped the bomb on me. I'm gonna drop the bomb on my audience right now.
2: <laughs>
1: that, that you said that you're half Mexican. Uh,
2: I wouldn't say half Mexican, but I am at least quarter Mexican. Okay,
1: okay, Quar- you, I'm sorry. On
2: my, on my mother. Go ahead, go, yeah, ahead, go I- ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. On my mother's side, <laughs> on my mother's side of the family, I have uh, a German, Mexican, and uh, Scottish.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. And your and your dad's side of the family?
2: That is mostly Welsh.
1: Okay, gotcha. So, so you were court. Which is
2: why I don't even.
1: Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. Yeah. i- i so i don't even it's like my grandmother's german blood came into the the mix here and that killed all of the the hispanic look
1: got, <laughs> to it. Us. got it got it got it got it got it so so um did did your did your did your mom have or look at least uh, somewhat ethnic or no okay got it got it so no uh
2: like i say my my great grandmother and my great grandfather, you you could tell he was absolutely Mexican American. Gotcha. Um, it kind of faded out. My uncle today carries a little bit of it, yeah, but not much. And I don't look anything like it.
1: Got it. Got it. Got it. So, I'm
2: six foot four.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so 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 six foot
2: four, blue eyes. Yeah. Know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I could I could I could probably imagine. You know, you didn't you didn't resemble the or have or any any lineage of just a quarter anything you know um but you told me something you told me after i asked you did your friends in the in the your former friends in that um group did they know that you were a quarter mexican you told me no
2: so what, what no they didn't i
1: so what made you hide it
2: i knew that we had um i didn't really hide it Honestly, I didn't talk about it much. Okay. Even then, okay. I wasn't big on my my genealogy back then.
3: Got it.
2: Uh, I knew that we had Spanish groups. Yeah. which actually is untrue because we come from Portugal into Mexico and then up into California.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so is it? Did you did you find some sort of like uh, I don't know internal clash? <laughs> because you were a quarter Mexican yeah okay can you tell yeah, us a little there's, bit about
3: that
2: it's it's not something that was like always right in the back of my head but every now and then when we talked to because my great-grandmother was still alive at this point okay my great-grandfather had passed before I'd uh I was even born
3: gotcha
2: um so when I'm I'm talking with my grandma, well, her married name being Machado, mm-hmm. I'm having to sit here like, uh, yeah, you're you're a race trader, yeah, 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 yeah. You were porking this the mag- yeah yeah. So there was that little bit of conflict in there, and I successfully hid most of this from my family. Wow, uh, I don't think even today that my mom I know that she knows uh that I was running with them. yeah, I don't think that she knows what I was doing,
1: like the extent and of how it. Yeah. deep I was, yeah, yeah 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 yeah, got it,
2: and if she listens to this, she will now,
1: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh Jesus. Like that—that's the thing. Like some some family members and um, and some you know some people who are either close with their family or not even. You know, some people live double lives, which is insane. Did you did you feel because you were a quarter Mexican and you kind of you know were were having that turmoil? Did you feel like you were living a double life?
2: Ah. Uh... I didn't at the time I look back on it and I say Okay, my anxieties From there were Yeah, it was because I was uh, Living that double
1: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha Um, so, So what was the turning point? What made you leave?
2: I was I've always been attracted to women of color Okay Uh That's that Mexican in in you. That's that Mexican in you. (laughs) Yeah. You know, Southern California, you know, I'm we're sitting here, we're hanging out on the Huntington Beach Pier, and a little Mexican girl walks by with the with the bikini on and it's just like, Nope, 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 nope. Can't be looking at that. I'm better (laughs) than her, seek white power. Yeah. There goes another group of them. Oh God, I'm better. Nope, nope, can't be looking at them either. I'm, I'm white power, see Kyle, you know? It's just, and I I got tired of that. Gotcha. Uh About four years in, I started running with another buddy of mine uh, who was actually a Sharp Skin. What, what's the difference? Uh, what's... Sharp. Yeah, what's the difference? Sharp stands for uh, Skinheads Against Racial Prejudice.
1: Oh, okay. I mean,
2: A a lot of people, yeah. A lot of people believe that sharps are uh, less violent; they're more peaceful. Uh, No, we we just don't target people of color. We target Nazis. Got it. Got it.
1: Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. 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 Mm -hmm. So, so basically, that was your your turning point right then and there, right?
2: Yeah, I I met a girl really liked her I was already in the midst of that battle and I just one day said that that's it I'm done and it was the, the only thing probably the only time that thinking with my dick did not get me in trouble
1: <laughs> that's funny that, so she basically she was like the turning point basically yeah wow Wow. So, so yeah. when you, when you, and, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead.
2: Well, I was, I was just going to say it was at that point I through I am not proud of anything that I did.
3: Yeah.
2: And in fact, in, as I mentioned earlier, I'm a recovering alcoholic. So there's a lot of things from that path, that path that I have to make amends for. And I will never yeah. see any of these people again. Yeah, yeah. So as A- Angela Davis said, it it's not enough to not be racist. You have to be anti-racist.
3: Gotcha. Gotcha. Gotcha.
2: And you you have to recognize your racism and actively go against what you believe. Yeah. So, and it's a constant learning process.
1: Yeah, it's it's a it's I think it's a learning process for everybody. You know, um, especially people who are trying to either get empowered from their own group or learning from outside forces. It's a it's a learning process from for everybody in every in every field. You know, in every in every avenue. Um, so let me let me ask you, because of because of after you. You left, and you wanted to leave, and obviously, I bet you that didn't go. That didn't sit well with some of your, your, your people that you were a part of.
2: <laughs> Not at all.
1: So, so can you tell? Can you tell us what uh, happened?
2: The... Oh wow! For six months after that, um, I the uh, the war skins. Uh that was the group that was led up by the lovely, uh kind, gentle human being, uh beautiful human being, Tom Metzger. Mm. Uh can you smell the sarcasm? Yes,
3: yes. <laughs> uh,
2: yes. The the White Aryan resistance.
3: Okay. Uh
2: Warskins. Uh, which is really stupid because uh white Aryan that that is redundant.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. There yeah, are no
2: yeah. black Aryans.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that tells
2: you the <laughs> intellect of these people. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Come on now.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh let's keep it real. Uh huh. Uh when I walked away from them, not only have I walked away from them, I have turned my back on my brothers. So I've got that bit of betrayal there. Mm. But I'm also a race trader. Mm. War yeah. War had at least in Orange County a hotline. It was it just rang up to an answering machine. It may or may not still be active today. Um, I'm curious now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but for six months, yeah, for a solid six months, my name my name was number one or number two on that hit list. Really. And yeah, I I could not go anywhere. Really? I ran into, yes, I ran into, we we had another member of the group just disappear.
3: Oh, wow. I could imagine. We all
2: thought that he got locked up. Yeah. Because he just dropped out. No word where he was going, whatever. Uh, it turns out that he had a turn as well. Wow. Uh, he, he came up. One night now as I mentioned with the sharp skins now this depending on the area and the era uh, Your boot laces on yeah. your docks
3: Yeah.
2: Th- uh, they told you who you represented mm. And if you had white laces you were, a, you were a sharp or a two-tone Oh, okay Yeah, if you had red laces you were Nazi Oh, uh,
1: and also you shed blood, right? Is that one of the, the, also the the things to have red laces because you, I think, killed for the movement or shed blood or something like that?
2: That, in some areas, that's what it means. Okay. Um, but in, in our, in our little pocket, it was, it was whites were sharps, reds were Nazi. Okay. Um, and I think the, the more you've drawn blood thing, um. I think that's more common today. Gotcha. Gotcha,
1: uh, gotcha. That's
2: generally what it means across the board.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. And, uh, and I want to give the people, I want to give the people a, a generalization of, where, of what area you're talking about. You're talking about California and this is all these stories that you're, you're talking and discussing in your experiences. This all happened in California, correct?
2: Yeah, it was all orange County, California. Gotcha,
1: gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Uh,
2: that 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 lovely home of republicanism.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, even though even though it's a it's a majority uh, quote unquote they they say this is, it's liberal it's a blue state or whatever but it's necessarily not really right.
2: No, not not there in Orange County. I I used to say uh, really a- after this time period that the only good thing about Orange County was Santa Ana.
3: Oh okay. And
2: okay. it's it's yeah. It's its nickname is Little Tijuana because wow. uh if you're seen walking down the street there and you're white, you're either lost or a cop.
1: Wow. <laughs> oh wow. Wow, wow. Yes, yeah, uh
2: Santa Ana is uh a vast vast majority um uh, Latino. Gotcha.
1: Gotcha. Uh, gotcha.
2: community. Gotcha. A beautiful now, neighborhood. I still, I actually yeah. miss it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I bet you, you miss the weather too. Um, I've been to California plenty of times, and uh, and I love, I love it out there. Um that's about
2: the only thing I like about the state
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and, and, the, and the funny thing is whenever I did go out there to just you know just to uh, like visit or whatever, and I would ask people directions, you know, I'm like, hey, where do I go? They always tell me the same thing, oh, you're gonna get the five to the two ten to the two ten to the one oh seven and I'm like, what are you talking about? you know yeah (laughs) it's always like that i'm like jesus christ are you talking are you talking riddles now (laughs) what are you talking about you know and then Uh later on i found out that it's just highways and that's how californians talk and i'm like oh okay
2: yeah that's that's about it uh one one funny thing i i was at a gas station that was right across the street from disneyland um in fact, you're you're looking at the back fence of Disneyland, and somebody asked me how to get there, and i was just okay. This is a tourist. It's time to have fun, uh-huh.
0: <laughs>
2: and I sent him on this loop that, and if you can look at a map on this thing, uh-huh. I sent him on a loop that went from Disneyland out to san bernardino (laughs) up into colton out into santa monica Uh back down and approach because we were on the north side and they had the uh, approached disneyland after this probably two or three hour drive Mm -hmm. from the south wow (laughs) so all he had to do was drive over the hill and he was right there
1: yeah 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 yeah. but you sent them in (laughs) the That's yeah. funny. That's hilarious.
2: I was not a nice person.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's funny. That's funny. Like, listen, like, listen, I think every New Yorker has done it, too. When they're in front of Times Square and somebody says, excuse me, where's Times Square? And you literally look at them while wow, there's a bunch of TV screens all around you. You're like, yeah, Times Square. Yeah, you go 10 blocks north and then you go a couple of avenues south and you'll be right there. You know,
2: so... Go down to Houston, turn left.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Go to Houston, turn left. Once you reach Chinatown, you're close. Um... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. No, so, let let me ask you then. Since... Since you... When you left and you were going through your recovery of leaving, and all your ideologies were being challenged, do you did you did you what what was the like eye opening thing like oh my god everything that I was taught isn't real? Uh,
2: that that was a progression. Uh, along with the 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 racist ideology, my uh, my religious ideologies gotcha. had changed as well. And I went. Uh, I, I I run the gamut of atheist, Satanist, yeah. Wiccan, yeah, Christian, you know, agnostic, and and in this journey, I just got to that point where yeah, 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 we have organized religion is even teaching hate.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah,
2: and and using that. Those words in that book to hurt people, and I yeah. I just couldn't be a part of that anymore. I felt too many triggers. Yeah. To my Nazi days. Got it. And I, I walked away from that.
1: Got it. So because it kind of made you sensitive to certain things, right?
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha.
2: I did a lot of learning in the nineties. Got, uh, <laughs> got it. Being yeah being homeless and and this is why I say I'm not proud of the things that I've done, but I'm proud of the fact that I went through it, and I grew from yeah, it, yeah. because over that time, and the times of being homeless, the times of 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 losing everything I own multiple times, it's it's broken me of the materialism. It's taught me compassion. Uh, I, I'm sure, I'm sure you probably know who the guardian angels are being in New York. Uh, I was a guardian angel in Denver. Wow. Um, yeah. And to see me in that position versus just in the, in the, in the early nineties, late nineties, it was, I was a totally different person there and like I said, it's just it's just so much easier to to love somebody.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now
2: there's there's so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I could I could imagine because now like it's you know you're kind of revolved around all this hate, and you're constantly you know being told that you're superior, you're superior, you're superior. But then, um, you also have to hate other people because and you got to show your superiority. It's kind of it's kind of showing like. Your lack, exactly. your lack of superiority. Yep. You know what I mean. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword. You know. Yep. Um. Now, mm-hmm. I I, I want to get now I want to get into the mind of a you know Nazi. I want to get into the mind of a white supremacist who actually you know thinks like this and who actually you know believes mm-hmm. almost everything that they're being told. You know because I do episodes on on you know on individuals like this and try to break down the psychology of it and pretty much that's the reason why I asked you certain questions you know um now mm-hmm. now let me ask you did did you see white supremacy as a religion
2: I did not okay there we in my group we had some that did mm. uh but most of us it was it was just hate Okay. That's all it was. Okay. An excuse to hate.
1: Okay. And but the, the 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 reason why I ask is ask that is because some people you know they see this as a religious type of thing you know where you know they put you yep. know certain ideologies on that hate that makes them you know that makes them you know see it as a holy thing you know because they're doing God's work, you know.
2: Yeah, that would be uh people who tie more closely to uh what was his name? Uh Ben Clausen. Mm, and
3: okay.
2: the Church of the Creator. Got it. Uh he uh he he was another lovely, lovely human being.
3: Gotcha.
2: Um <laughs> <laughs> he, he's the one that came up with the uh Rahoa.
1: Really, and we're gonna get we're we're gonna get into that mm-hmm. whole Rohova thing later in a bit. But uh, really, wow, I I, I wasn't aware uh, of that. Yeah, I wasn't aware that he he came up with that whole ideology.
2: Yeah, uh, you, you you can look him up, uh, uh, Ben Clausen. That's uh, K L A S S E N, yeah. and the Church of the Creator. Wow. And that was—he was one of the guys right in the early early twentieth century on uh, building this whole thing.
3: Wow,
1: I didn't know that.
2: And unfortunately, he's buried not too far from me.
1: Yeah, wow, (laughs) that's yo, that's crazy. That's there's another
2: grave to go piss on.
1: Yeah, (laughs) that's insane. Now, let let me ask you something else did did your did your group or do regular white supremacists they consider the month of April a holy month
2: uh again some did uh but it it was it was more of a uh, what's the word i'm looking for i don't want to say a joke okay but uh it it was more of a An in passing thing, like hey, hey, watch it. it. It's a holy month. Got it. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right.
1: Got it. Got it. Got it. Because the reason why I asked is because. But there are. Yeah, yeah. The reason why I asked is because like most white supremacist attacks, like Dylan Roof and the Oklahoma City bombing, happened in April. You know, and yeah, that's the that's the main reason why I even asked that because I kind of see some of these. Yeah.
2: Basically. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, basically the deeper you're in and, and and the 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 more extreme you are, the more that it becomes a quote unquote holy month.
1: Gotcha. 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 Now, now let me ask you this. Um you got why do you got some members actually but what what is the easiest way to get some of these members because I know there's some recruitment events that actually happen. What's the easiest thing to get some of these members? Because I've seen some documentaries and some testimonies of people saying, well, I was lost and I was this and I was that. And when I got recruited, I felt, you know, family, I felt a warm embrace and all of this. Yeah,
2: um, exactly.
1: Is is that is that the easiest way, basically getting
2: weak people? Pretty much. That's oh. that's about it. You're looking for the people who are who are bullied. You, yeah, and, you and you can see that hate in them okay and it's one of those you know come to the dark side we have cookies
1: got it got it got it got it and it's something that you,
2: you yeah the, you
1: give them that the the movement brings out of yeah you, you, give right? the, you give them that you
2: give yeah you you give them that 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 feeling of family and that brotherhood and hey it doesn't matter what you do we got your back mm. well a lot of these people they're not getting that at home
3: Got it. Got
2: and it. And they're they're abused in school. They drop out of school, and they, it, it's pretty much, uh, it doesn't matter what ethnic background that gang has. Yeah. It's it's pretty much the same thing. A gang is a gang is a gang. Yeah. And. It's the same recruiting procedure. It's not like you go down to the uh, county fair and start handing out flyers. Hey, come join us. You're gonna have a, a lot of fun. Hey, no membership dues. You know?
1: Yeah, that's funny. Um, no, so so you got certain. Also, you got certain um, people like part of the KKK that say, "Hey, listen, we're not racist. We're not racist whatsoever." But yet, their actions don't say that. You know. They're saying that we're not racist, but the real, <laughs> the real ra- yeah, the real racist ones are the Jews. W- where did that mentality come from? Uh,
2: again, that comes from uh, 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 Clausen. Really, he built. Yes, he built the the belief that Jews created the Christian church to weaken the white man.
1: Mmm. Mmm. But but some would say Jews are also white. Jews is a religion.
2: Uh huh. Yeah. So once again, we're we're at that white Aryan resistance thing.
1: Uh
2: (laughs) These things were not thought completely through.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because but Judaism is a religion. It's not like I could turn Jewish right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so that doesn't yeah. that doesn't really add up, you know? That's funny. Mm-hmm. That's funny. So um also Let's go to the Rahoa thing for one second. Um, a lot of people, when I break down white supremacy and some of their ideologies, uh, they get a little confused on what Rahoa is. And I always told them that Rahoa is basically like a holy war. It's like a battling cry. So, you can you tell us a little bit more? Can you, mm-hmm. you give us some insight on what Rahoa is?
2: It is the the, the pending, quote unquote pending. Uh, racial war. Uh, Rahoa is actually, if you're really going to get down to uh, the nitty-gritty, it's It's spelled capital R-A uh, got to remember where H- I'm at here. <laughs> yeah. uh, capital H-O capital W-A and that is the first two letters of racial holy war.
1: Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, wow. And and th- this racial holy war is basically going against the the mud people is what I'm uh, I'm understanding.
2: Uh really anybody who isn't white. Okay, so so and, Latin, and Latin mud people So
1: Latin people are getting the same thing regardless if they think that they're white, they're getting the same thing, correct? Yep. Yep gotcha gotcha because there's some absolutely yeah there's some latin people out here who have light eye like blue eyes you know light skin but yet their last name is uh espanada or ortiz or batista you know and i tell them i'm like listen uh-huh. listen you you you're, you're, you're going to pass here but with real with real races they'll see that last name and that's like a that's like a red flag for them
2: you you can be Lily white like me if I started going by my family name of Machado yeah I'm done
1: yeah, <laughs> they, yeah. Don't, they don't care
2: yeah. <laughs> yep yep <laughs> just carry the name and you're done
1: yeah yeah this is what I tell people all the time that all that all that little racist thing you're saying could fly now but when you go to real you know Nazis they don't they don't play that. You know they'll they'll probably and this is yeah. what I tell them they'll probably fight with you let them let you fight with them on their side but after the war is done they'll they'll fight with you right after the afterwards you know they won't
2: get you exactly you you know the the term uh in case of zombies I I don't have to run fast I just have to run faster than you mm. that that is the case. With white supremacists, mm. you can run with us, yeah. But you're never really gonna. It, it, and it's kind of same with the mafia. Yeah. You know If you're not Italian, you can exactly. run with us, but you're not really one of us. Yeah. And when the shed hits the fan, guess who we're tripping? Yeah. Yeah. You, because they're gonna eat you and not us.
1: And it's fu- it's funny how you say the mafia, because when you want to become a made man. Uh, they kind of have to go through your lineage to see if you're from Sicily, right? Uh,
2: I believe that's correct.
1: Yeah, that's insane. Um, so can you, can you enlighten us about the 14 words?
2: Uh, 14 words. I actually had to look this up to remember it. Uh... There are there are actually two instances of it. We we must secure the existence of our people and a future for white children. Okay. Lovely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the the other version of that is because the beauty of the white Aryan woman must not perish from the earth. Mm.
1: mm. Okay. Okay. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: with the and yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, and that comes from uh David Lane.
1: David Lane. Okay.
2: And his 14 words and 88 precepts.
1: Yeah, 88 which is Hail Hitler, right? Uh
2: it's uh the 88 precepts uh Hail Hitler. Yeah. And uh there is one more bit of significance to it and I cannot pull it off the top of my head. Uh
3: okay. Well we'll, we'll probably But
2: f- if you see if you see a 1488 tattoo or you see 1488 graffiti. That's yeah. exactly where that's coming from.
1: Got it. And that's a dead giveaway right there, right? Uh-huh. Got it. So, so with the whole, yep. with the whole securing of the white women and all this other stuff, um, it's kind of interesting because, um, according to these, to the 14 words, that's really basically saying, protect the white woman from, uh, uh non-white se- sexuality, correct? Yeah, gotcha.
2: Now so you don't have interracial babies. you don't have interracial relationships and and basically everything that's wrong with the world.
1: Gotcha. now I'm gonna I'm gonna I don't know. do you know who Francis Cress Welsing is?
2: Uh, the name sounds familiar.
1: Okay, she she wrote a book basically breaking down um the psychology of white supremacy and stuff. And the reason why I asked who she is is because she said something very interesting that I've always um kind of had in the back of my mind and the 14 words basically kind of put those that thing what she said in perspective. What she said was the reason why they have to secure white women and protect white women sexually is because that product of having sex with somebody non-white, that product will be non-white regardless of skin color. Is that somewhat true? Yes mm, okay.
2: yeah, even even if they look even if they come out looking bone white,
3: gotcha.
1: they
2: are still impure because they have X blood in them.
1: Got it, got it, got it, got it. Even if they start and, believing...
2: And on top of that, she has... Yeah, and she has also defiled herself uh, by doing so.
1: Okay, even though that the product uh-huh. might look bone white, have all the quote-unquote purities of a Aryan, meaning blonde hair, blue eyes, and they start speaking... The same way as other Aryans and other white supremacists, with the same mantra and the same ideology, but knowing mm-hmm. gen- genetically that they have black in them, they're still impure. Yeah. Wow. Okay.
2: That's exactly it.
1: Gotcha. And I, and this is the reason why. Which is I,
2: why I I love seeing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. I love seeing the, these white supremacists going on shows like like Maury and the like, and finding out that they have black DNA. Just, <laughs> the looks on their faces is such a beautiful thing. Yeah,
1: it and and this is the reason why I want to go into brass tacks here because I want to break down certain things so people can actually have an understanding and how inconsistent these things are. You know what I mean? And and someone that came from your your mm. experience. Um, at least, you, you, I, I like the honesty, you know what I mean? I like the honesty, and, I, I, and thank you for coming, you know?
2: Yeah, you're welcome, man.
1: Yeah, so so can you explain to me what are the mud people? Because I keep on hearing this term, mud people, mud people, mud people, and I always thought mud people were Latin people, you know, and but... Other some other people will correct me and say no mud people is anybody outside of being black, but you're not. You know, you're still you're still melanated. You know what I mean? But outside of being black, what what is the mud people?
2: Uh, my understanding uh, and the way I was taught it was basically anybody not white.
1: Got it. Okay.
2: As you put it, anybody who is melanated.
1: Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Now. Um. Th- basically, that's that, that. goes, you know. That's that's self-explanatory, right there. Now, I I, ha- I have another question. Um, are Latin people viewed mm-hmm. viewed as inferior to Black people as well?
2: Uh, I would say to a degree, anyway. No. Got it uh because you are more likely to be able to get away with running with that pack yeah. as a light skinned hispanic
3: yeah.
2: than black y gotcha. <laughs> you're you don't have a chance yeah gotcha, gotcha. but so they there's a little more give there.
1: Gotcha, gotcha, got. Gotcha. Which, which makes me, which makes me, uh, ask you this other question, and it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. There's a. What are your thoughts on the l- Hispanic neo-Nazi movements, like the m- most Mexican gangs? <laughs>
2: that is some serious self-hate.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. What are your thoughts on that?
2: Ah. Uh, oh. Uh, that that is uh, i i i'm honestly dumbfounded by that whole thing that you are actively preaching against yourself mm. How, mm. how i i honestly do not understand how they uh any group like it, how you can uh rectify that in your head mm because if you if you have that belief you obviously have done some some level of research and you can see in black and white everywhere you read that you do not fit the mold for mm. this belief system
1: and, and why, why do you think uh, how these type of people want to get down with that type of movement
2: uh, i i would have to think that it is some form of empowerment that they're after. Okay. Uh, Some sort of uh, racial pride, uh, which, which is fine. Be proud of who you are. Yeah. But when you're looking down on others and feeling that you're superior to others, that's where you have to draw the line. And and this is your feeling superior to yourself. So, huh? Yeah. That's that's like chickens voting for Colonel Sanders.
1: <laughs> the way the way I describe them is basically um the sl- the slaves thinking that they're the slave masters and basically going back to the slave mm-hmm. masters saying, "Oh, I did really good, right, sir? I did really good." And they'll never get accepted saying, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, whatever. Go back to the field." You know? That's how I, yeah. I always see these type yeah. of these type of people because in reality, if you really, really want to break it down, they'll um those type of movements and those type of people will never get accepted in the whole grand scheme of things. Correct?
2: No, nah. gotcha. They're they're acceptable only to their own. Got it. Because those of us with with a properly functioning brain are looking at them like, huh? Yeah. And and the the white supremacists are are saying hey, you you are stupid.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's one
2: thing that we agree on. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because it goes it goes back to the same um thing that you said earlier, you know, they'll get accepted to a certain degree, correct?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, which which is very interesting. Probably. Which is very interesting, I, and I want to tell, you, and I want to tell you something about Latin people as a whole, especially those Latin people from, you know, that come, you know, with that type of mentality. Most, not all, but most Latin people, because we're mixed with Spaniards, black, and you know, indigenous. You know, most Latin people, they think because they're mixed with Spanish, they're automatically white. So what 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 are you what are your thoughts on that?
2: Hmm. I don't know. This is the first time I've ever heard that.
1: Yeah, it's it's very it's very interesting. It's very deep. It's very very deep. It is. Yeah, they they have uh, um, some some Latin people have this um this construct in their mind because and, and and mind you because latin people were also enslaved during you know during the the you know the the slave trade they were also enslaved the thing is that you know the spanish historically speaking the spanish did something to very different that the europeans did something to to black folks but the thing is that latin people for the most part because we uh we have some spanish blood in us we automatically think that okay, we're good with white people because we have part Spanish, you know, huh?
2: Yeah, it's very interesting, isn't it? That's uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's where I, I'm just kind of. Kind of trying to process that. Process that. Yeah. I really don't have. Uh, yeah. It, have anything to say? It's something to, interesting to look into.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's 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 something. It's it's mind blowing because you look at them and they have brown fa- brown or black faces, and you're like, what? You know, it's it's interesting. It's very yeah, interesting. Yeah, and actually,
2: I I have seen that uh, a little bit uh, with um, Argentinians. Mm, okay. It, that lived in the areas that, uh, because as a, a lot of people know, and I'm actually surprised how many people don't know, is that after World War II, a lot of the Nazis went from Germany. Argentina. They escaped Germany and yeah. they went to Argentina. Yeah. And I have seen, now, now that you bring that up, I have seen that in some Argentinians, that they have that, I'm white. You know, my great grandfather was German or my grandfather or whomever. Was German, so I'm I'm there.
1: And they have a super dark grandma they don't they don't even claim. You know? And they'll they'll talk about, hey, what about Uh, your your nose and your hair? That's not white. They're like, What what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. You know, they completely dismiss it. (laughs)
2: Grandma, you have a beard, you're not white. (laughs)
1: Exactly. No, that's a tan. That's not, no, no, she's white. That's a tan. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, and, 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 and my, my thing, my thing with that is, is that I tell my Latin people, I say, listen, you won't get accepted in these type of movements and the example that I bring up is the El Paso shooting. You know, that's the main example Mm -hmm. that I bring up. Um. You know, you being a former white supremacist, uh, can you tell us a little bit more of the mentality that goes into something like that? Uh,
2: that case specifically?
1: Uh, well, not uh, only that case specifically, but just in the case of, you know, how somebody that, you know, that is in the life of hate, is in, you know, indoctrinated in the life of hate, will go into those extremes and basically see all those type of people as enemies.
2: Uh, I believe his actual expressed intent was to start Rahola. Yeah. Uh, That is the case for a lot of these guys. They want to start that. They want to be the one to pull the trigger and fire that first shot to start the race war. Yeah. And i i can honestly say all of them are are the biggest wastes of human flesh on this planet
0: mm.
2: when i found out that that cat traveled all the way across texas and you and i both know what spawned him it's the mango yeah. mussolini there in dc yeah his rhetoric triggered him to go all the way down to el paso just to shoot brown people
3: yeah yeah
2: yeah and that is that is 100 disgraceful yeah
1: yeah and and his thing his thing if you read his manifesto which leads up to my next question his manifesto basically said is because he's trying to stop a white genocide you know, being white genocide is supposed to be something that um a lot yeah. of of people in in your former movement is like scared about. Can you can you give us a little bit of insight on wh- what white genocide is and why is that something you know being taught?
2: Well, white genocide is actually a new construct, and I believe it actually comes out of South Africa. Really? Um, I believe so. Uh, don't okay. uh, don't hold me to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I believe it does. Okay. And really, if you want to know the the reality of white the whole white genocide belief is that it is white men fearing the loss of their power. Mm. The world is changing. People are being accepted. Younger generations. God bless you, millennials. Yeah. younger generations are waking up to this crap. Yeah. And they're seeing that this hate is no longer acceptable. Mm. We're going to change this world for the better. Yeah. And these fragile white males are saying they're taking everything. They're taking over. They're they're looking to destroy everything that we've built. And yeah. I'm sitting here as one of them saying Let them
1: Yeah (laughs) Yeah
2: That's all there is to it Just let them Yeah They're on the right track
1: Yeah Um do, Do you think The white genocide mythos It kinda gets empowered by You know New research saying that There's more white deaths Than births
2: Uh I I suppose it could be but that's also a a statistical thing. People aren't having babies.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Just b- because and it, it just it does not have anything to do with See, part of uh all of his rhetoric. Yeah. It's uh um There's a thin line of truth in it. Okay. And that's why he's so successful. Okay. Okay. And they will take that little bit of truth that white people aren't getting married as much. Yeah. we are not having babies as much. Yeah. So our numbers are dropping. Mm. Okay. So, and now we have these, and the, the, I watched this firsthand because I left California some 20 years ago, Uh and when I left my area of town in North Orange County, it was predominantly white. Uh, The south side of town was predominantly Hispanic. West side was actually uh, mostly Indian. Okay. Uh, I shouldn't say mostly, but there was a good population of Indian yeah. over on that side. I went back and neighborhoods 20 years later, neighborhoods that have always been historically white are now Hispanic, and these neighborhoods mm-hmm. on the on the west side of town who are it was pretty much 50 50 white and Indian are it's all Korean now. And I would have assumed it would have been Vietnamese because yeah. Vietnamese had a big presence in Garden Grove,
0: yeah
2: and uh, so where did the Koreans all come from? Yeah. <laughs> they just yeah. they came in and now it's every, everywhere you look it's a Korean barbecue, there's yeah. a you know Korean restaurant, Korean laundry, and so on yeah, and so forth yeah, yeah, so yeah, where yeah. and they're seeing things like this, they're seeing the demographics of their areas change. And more brown people are moving in. Yeah. And it scares them. Because mm. we're back to that source. Yeah. That f- hate that they feel is fed by, when you get right down to brass tacks, it is fear.
1: Got it. Okay. Okay. Fear, fear that something that they don't understand or know or anything like that, which makes sense.
2: Exactly. They don't bother to educate themselves, so they fear it and they hate it.
1: Got it. Got it. So now let me let me let me ask because it's something very, very interesting. Because you know, with the whole um statistical, uh you know, areas about more white deaths than than births, um you know, if you really go down to it, um they basically said is because of not because of lack of money or resources, it's because a lot more white people are getting addicted to these opioids. Um, you know, because of the whole opioid epidemic is mostly young people, you know, mm-hmm. around their twenties and thirties who are basically partying with now harder drugs, you know, and it's kind of, th- those are the effects that's happening, you know? Um, now I want to, I want to, I want to ask you something. Um, are you, are you aware of the alt-right? Uh-huh. Okay, um, Richard, oh, where? Yeah,
2: yeah. Richard, <laughs> Richard Spencer. We're we're great friends.
1: Yeah. Uh, Richard Spencer. Um, M- uh, Miko. Was it Miko? No, Michael Yiannopoulos. Uh, you know, uh, all all those other characters. You know, Steve Bannon and stuff. Um, now let me let me ask you: Why do you think? Why Why is it that most of these alt right people, you know, they to prove that they're not, you know, racist or whatever the case is, they actually get with Asian women. What? What? what what's the mentality in that?
2: It, it go. I, I'm sure you've seen this on, on Twitter and the social media and, and everywhere. It's the I, I'm not a racist. My girlfriend's brother's sister is black. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah it's that thing. I'm not racist. I have an Asian wife.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But it's oh, it's you're it's, still a racist piece yeah. of shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's interesting though because they choose Asian. They don't even choose black. They choose Asian though. Like and it's something ex- kind of interesting to me like why Asian and if you kind of go down the racial <laughs> hierarchy of things, you kind of see that Asian people are kind of like um you know lumped up as the the, you know the 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 minority that every every minority needs to be you know like they're like the the propped up minorities you know what I mean so do you think that has something to do with it mm-hmm mm. okay
2: possibly okay uh it it, it it's kind of interesting that they choose Asians and the the swastika actually has origins in uh I believe it's well actually it's in Buddhism uh, uh Hinduism yeah and uh, also in uh, Na- Native Americans
3: yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
2: so mm-hmm. it, but it's most commonly known believed to be a a Buddhist symbol so maybe that's a, a thing from I don't know
1: Gotcha Gotcha okay, so can you um can you explain to us what an extremist Versus a bigot is the reason why I asked this is because most extremists, you know, they, they're the Dylan roofs. They're the El Paso shooter, you know, they're the male bombers. Yeah. You know, those are the most extremists. And what I say, the bigots, because they're still under the umbrella of white supremacy. But when I call a bigot, I call a bigot, the person that's in a jury and that will <laughs> condemn a black or Latin person for, you know, I don't know, uh, stealing something when evidence is showing that they're not stealing anything. A bigot is one of the people that will give George Zimmerman thousands of dollars for his defense because they believe that what he did was right, but they're not brave enough to actually come out and actually have those beliefs, not either challenge or show their beliefs out on TV or social media or whatever. So can you give me the, the, uh, the, like what is the difference between the extremists and bigots in in your in your point of view,
2: that is one of the big separations that we have to make if we're going to beat this thing. Okay. Um, uh, Jane Elliott, I don't know if you know that y- name. Yeah,
1: yeah, she did the blue eyes. Uh,
2: she did the. Uh, yeah,
1: the blue eyes. Exactly. Test.
2: Yeah. Uh, amazing woman, I, I love her to death. Um, she had said that if you grew up in America. If you grew up white in America and you're not racist, uh, it's a miracle. (laughs) We we need. Yeah. And it's absolutely true. It is 100 percent true because we have to separate uh, racism and hate. Yeah. They are not the same thing. Yeah. They are absolutely not the same thing. You can be racist and not have a hateful bone in your body.
3: Yeah. Okay.
2: Right. And and that's where the difference lies, is that the bigots, they don't necessarily hate you. They'll they'll come out and and they'll break bread with you at the Saturday barbecue. Yeah. And but then, as soon as you walk away, they'll be throwing all kinds of racist BS at yeah, you. Yeah, The the haters. You're not even going to be at the barbecue unless yeah. you're on it.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs>
2: yeah. So that's to me, that's the separation. Gotcha. And the extremism and and the gotcha the bigot
1: because I because I always um you know some people even told me that for what i've basically talked about you know just exposing white supremacy in certain aspects of our everyday lives i have certain white people tell me well why are you calling all white people white supremacists which i don't i don't do that you know i always say there's a difference between white supremacists and white people huge difference you know but these white people Mm -hmm. they they feel emboldened and they feel attacked when I just say the word white supremacy, you know, saying like, listen, this is a system part of the system of white supremacy. And they call me a racist when I always said that race, Mm -hmm. racism basically comes from, um, you have to have power behind your racism. You know, you can't just enact a certain act and you have to have power. Can you, can you give me, can you give me some insight on why do these white people do that?
2: Because you're shining light on their sin,
0: mm, you're okay. facing.
2: You, you are shoving facts that they cannot deny in their face. Okay. Okay. You tell them that, like with with the cops, okay, you tell them yeah. the cops are gunning down young black men at a much higher rate than white men. Yeah, that is true. And they will say, well, what about black-on-black crime? No, 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 no.
3: Yeah.
2: That is is for that community to deal with. Yeah. We, as white people, have to deal with the fact that our militarized police force has taken it upon themselves to start gunning people down in the streets. And they say, well, all lives matter. Obviously not, because when the white people were getting gunned down, and there's a few that made the headlines, who was it they were screaming about them? Mm, that's
1: Black true. lives matter. That's true. That's true. That's true. And, All uh,
2: lives matter wasn't saying a damn thing about them. Yeah,
1: that's true. And the thing is, um, when I hear the the people from the NRA talk about, well, you know, if you didn't have illegal guns, maybe you wouldn't have gotten shot. And I I point out, you know, Falando <laughs> Castillo, who've gotten shot, and he did have a legal registered gun in the glove compa- in the glove compartment. Then they'll tell. Then they'll deflect and say, "Oh well, what about Chicago?" Uh, I'm like, "What does that have to do with our conversation?" Oh well, you're a racist. What? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it kind of, it kind
2: of exactly, yeah. exactly.
1: Yeah, like it kind of like blows up in their face, like ah, you know that kind of doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and and again, it's because you're showing them indisputable facts. Mm. A lot of them will say in philando's case that no the gun was not legal; he did not have a license in that county uh yeah he his license was in issued by the county next door, yeah. which doesn't make it any less legal
1: yeah exactly
2: and uh what about Chicago what about Venezuela <laughs> socialism doesn't work, <laughs> you know what. You just shot yourself in the mouth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This conversation is over. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Now, now, um, can you can you give me um insight on your thoughts on Charlottesville, on that whole train wreck that happened and the uh, the loss of the loss of life that we had called Heather Heyer. Can you give us uh, um your thoughts on that?
2: God bless her. God bless her the woman goes out fights for what she believes is right and a coward runs her down her and i think there were 16 people injured
1: i i think i think in that? I, I don't i don't, don't can remember the number but yeah somewhere around
2: there yeah <clears throat> yeah some, somewhere in that neck of the woods and all the screaming that the alt right does about antifa While these knuckleheads are actually running people down at protests, Antifa hasn't done that.
3: Mm, Okay.
2: Antifa hasn't murdered anybody. Yeah. While they are sitting up just a couple days ago, literally blocking a hospital because they want America to reopen and they want us to go back to work making their food. And Mm -hmm. they, they don't want. America to reopen so that they can go back to work. They want us to go back to work. Yeah, yeah. Okay. While they are literally blocking a hospital. Yeah. Antiva is out in their whatever rooms they can find in their garages, and they're making masks and hand sanitizers yeah. and food and lunches to walk around town, passing it out to homeless and people who need it.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that, too. Yeah.
2: So, you know you you tell me who's wrong here who's looking out for a better world
1: that's true that's true
2: and and these these knuckleheads they they go out like in charlottesville they they're not protesters they're terrorists yeah yeah protesters do not go to protests armed to the teeth
3: yeah
1: yeah you're right
2: and willing to pull that trigger
1: yeah you're right Um, that is terrorism. I, I, I did see, I did see certain, um, parts of Charlottesville, um, which got me, you know, by surprise, by surprise because I, to be completely honest, I did not know how big the white supremacist movement and how many factors it had. I was completely blown away. Certain symbols that they had on, I'd never seen before. Certain um, ideologies that they were talking about, blood and soil. I didn't know that was a mantra of, of most alt right mm-hmm. white supremacists. I wasn't aware of this. And it kind of gave me an open window into their world a little bit that I ended up researching a lot more on what their ideologies were and are. And they use little cold words like, you know, the globalist. The the you know um we have to preserve, you yep. know Western powers. <laughs> you know they, they 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 say little code it sound
2: Sounds like something else.
1: Yeah, it does. It,
2: <laughs> we have to preserve Western power. We have to preserve what? Yeah. Uh, the white. Wo- <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, but they're
2: not white supremacists.
1: Yeah, exactly. They they say little things like um. Oh, another one that they say that our um, our neighborhoods are changing. They, ne- they never say nothing about what they're changing into. They just say our neighborhoods are changing and we got to preserve
2: the purity
1: of our neighborhoods. So I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute.
2: Mm-hmm. Preserve the whiteness of our neighborhood. Y-
1: yeah, yeah, that's what they what they're really saying. So I'm like, uh, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, me and you had a, a, you know, on Twitter, we were going back, like, you know, having conversations, and you pretty much said that President Trump is a racist, and you do see him as a white supremacist. Do you see him <laughs> emboldening the movement that makes the, you know, that. Kind of caused the rise to go up on the movement of white supremacy.
2: Absolutely, one hundred and fifty percent. This this problem. Let's make no mistake here. These racists, they're they're not. There there isn't a rise in racism in America. These people have been here. They have just been emboldened to speak up yeah. and show that racism. By his rhetoric,
1: yeah, yeah, okay, which is which is true. Something I do, so, you know, not, do believe. Yeah, you're right.
2: Yeah, you're absolutely. I, right. Th- yeah. There's there's nothing new about it. Yeah, right? the the whole racist cop thing and the racist system. This comes from once again Tom Metzger. Mm. Okay, for the last. 20 years or so, uh, after he, he and war got sued in I believe it was Oregon, maybe Washington. Um, he has been pushing since then to infiltrate banks, infiltrate police departments, fire departments, hospitals, all the areas of public service and commercial, uh, businesses, um, Financial businesses, that's the word I was looking for. Uh, Infiltrate them as lone wolves. We're not doing this gang thing anymore. You go in with your racist beliefs, and you go into the police department, and you work your angle of this from within.
3: Mm, Okay.
2: And we're starting to see the fruits of that. Now there are, there are other mechanics in in play here but that is just one of those angles.
1: Yeah, wow. That we're seeing. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, because the FBI did come out what, was it 2006 saying that white supremacist organizations have infiltrated law enforcement throughout the country. And yep. that's And uh, that is exactly
2: why. Yeah, um.
1: that's that's and that's insane. It kind of it kind of also puts in perspective um The was it Oscar Grant? Was it Oscar Grant or I forgot who a police uh, shot a a black uh, black guy and he had a shirt under his uniform. It was basically the Confederate flag and the prosecutor didn't choose to put that into, you know, into into the into the court. Um, You know, they 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 chose to struck that out of evidence, which is kind of insane. You know, surprise, um, surprise. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Um, now,
2: I mean, I mean, the, the the legal system is a is a a gang in and of itself.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Okay, H- who are the judges? Lawyers. Yeah. Okay, who does the DA uh, deal with most directly? cops yeah they've got friends the lawyers are all friends the judges are all friends the yeah. judges and the lawyers are all friends and yep. it's it's one little good old boy network and in, in the system and it's perfectly legal
1: yeah 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 you're absolutely right on that you're absolutely right on that um and, go ahead go
2: ahead i was just gonna say and that's why we can never get solid convictions when the cops do stupid shit like this
1: mmm. Mm. yeah yeah you're right and and this is the reason why i kind of point out at the the disproportionate you know numbers of black people went in, into the jail system it's not because you know they're more violent just uh what what um what this guy who who believes in the bell curve i've totally forgot his name um a lot of white supremacists look up to this guy he's a he's an older dude i completely forgot his name but um uh yeah like 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 he, like he likes to portray. Oh, Jared Taylor. There you go. Jared Taylor likes to portray saying okay. that, um, you know, black and Latin people are more violent. They're prone to more violence. That's the reason why they're always in jail. And if you really go down to it, to brass tacks, you actually see that there, um, there's a lot more non-violent drug offenders who are in jail due to these drug laws that are, you know, made up to incarcerate us more. You know.
2: Thank you, Clinton.
1: Yeah, pretty much. yeah th- there yeah, go that's absolutely true. Yeah, that's pr- pretty much who did it. Yeah okay. Yeah,
2: you know, Clinton Biden. Yeah. Um, this this whole thing are, are are they genetically prone? No, absolutely not. Yeah. are they uh, societally? prone yes yeah because what happens when you take all of the jobs out of their neighborhood yeah yeah okay I spent a little time in the east side of Detroit Okay. people have to go out of east side Detroit they have to drive miles into gross point and uh, um, sterling heights just to go to a supermarket yeah yeah okay. when you take all the business out of out of the neighborhood and you leave them with no jobs. Inferior transportation to get to those jobs. You're living in poverty. What's the first thing you're going to do? They got to feed their babies. Yeah,
1: yeah. You're you're stirring up a whole pot to... of violence. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Exactly. And and it's planned. That's what they want, so yeah. that they can keep that whole. They're all criminals. Yeah. No, they're not. They're just trying to take care of their own.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: You decriminalize the weed, and now you got a whole issue. You put the businesses back into those neighborhoods and watch how they shape up.
1: Yeah, yeah, and we've seen it happen, you know, back in the 50s and and 60s. We've seen, you know, these neighborhoods actually be prosperous, you know, but then, you know, again, due to (laughs) the system, you know, they have to basically break down the neighborhoods. Um now let me ask you something and we're pretty much going to start wrapping it up now. Let me ask you something. I sent you, I sent you three videos, right? By any chance, did you look at those videos?
2: I watched, uh, the, the first two that you sent. Okay. I didn't, wasn't able to get time to catch the third one. It's,
1: it's totally, it's totally fine. It's pretty much, pretty much the same thing. Um, the first two that you sent, um, that guy right there, he his name is Antonio, right? He's he's uh-huh. uh, he's Dominican, um, born in America, and he considers himself a Dominican nationalist. Now, if you really break everything down, there's no such thing as a Dominican nationalist whatsoever. Um, he's just basically a nationalist. The other kid that I sent you a picture of. That's one of his friends who actually believes the same thing. I'm just going to basically break down the ideology together. The ideology basically is that, you know, the same thing that I told you that most Latin people believe, but they kind of do it to the extreme. They believe that um, Spaniards is the superior race and they should align more with Spain because um, of their genetics that they have Spanish blood. And that we they should lighten up the Latin community, and they shouldn't be, you know, it shouldn't be as dark. It should be lightened up, and and this person, this person basically considers himself, and view and classifies himself as Spaniard. Again, he's a Dominican nationalist. It doesn't make any sense. Now, as a former white supremacist, I want to ask you. Just looking at his face, does he look anywhere near Spanish whatsoever?
2: Well, I I can't really pick apart where people generally come from, yeah, of course, uh, with with, within the Hispanic community. Yeah, Uh, I actually can do that with Asian communities, but (laughs) not with the Hispanics. So, to me. I, I, I hate to say it because it really is a racist thing, but y'all look alike to me. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: that's so funny. Yes, you're right. You're right.
2: <laughs> you uh-huh. um, I mean, I, I can determine a, a couple different areas of Mexico, yeah. but that's it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
2: yeah. Uh, well, w- Hawkins got a really distinctive look to him.
1: Okay so but but he but he doesn't pass as basically like basically what you just say we all look alike. so we're all big one um you know n word basically put together what what a, um so would he get a pass in a movement like you were formerly um connected to No.
2: Nah. Mm. He wouldn't get a pass. What like a, I said only to No, only to be cannon, cannon fodder. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what what about his friend over there? Dark dark as hell. What about his friend?
2: Oh, he, he probably he probably wouldn't even. I did see the picture of the guy. Yeah. Um. Hey, yeah he 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 wouldn't have a chance. That's funny. You know he goes because he, it, while 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 Hispanics they they get a little more leeway you really have to look white
1: you gotta you gotta look white but even though if you look white phenotypically you have to look white as well you know with the nose and and everything and the first guy and the first guy doesn't get a pass whatsoever but but the second guy the darker one he goes by the name of dominican renaissance you know what I mean? Like, just look at just just look at the words uh, that he's using. Dominican Renaissance, like it's a renaissance of Spain, and it's it's funny. Their ideology is so uh, is so resonant of you know white supremacy to the point where when you call them out on their white supremacist white supremacy ideology, they kind of look at you and say, "No, I can't be I can't be this because." I am this and this and this. You know what I mean? But yet they have their ideology of white supremacy.
2: Yeah, it's. uh, I I don't know. I'm kind of dumbfounded right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, No. (laughs) Honestly.
1: Yeah. No. It's it's funny because it's it's kind of an idiotic thing too to actually you know believe. You know what I mean? But again, white supremacy is not supposed to be something smart. Mm -hmm. You know.
2: Yeah. And it all too often is not. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's not even logical, let alone smart.
3: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But but
2: yeah, I'm 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 all for people being, like I said, be, being proud of their race and and who they are. And actually, I shouldn't even say race because uh, there there literally is only one race. We have multiple ethnicities. Yeah and there's only so, one race.
3: You're right,
0: so
2: yeah. be proud of who you are, be proud of your country yeah. that you come from, be proud of your ethnicity, but don't take that to the point where you feel that you are better than yeah. any other. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now, um before before we wrap it up, um can you give us some white supremacist signs? That we need to look out for um like for example the okay symbol is that a white because i've seen more white supremacists use it. Is that not considered the white supremacist symbol i
2: i would have to say yeah they are okay. obviously just recently uh adopting that okay obviously prior to the what when did they start doing that in, in it was in 16 wasn't it yeah
1: yeah, yeah something uh, yeah, very, very oddly similar.
2: enough gee yeah. Um, prior to that, it was just that it was okay, and like no, and nobody ever uses that yeah. that hand signal. Yeah,
3: yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah.
2: cannot think of any time in my life that I ever used that hand signal, even though that's what it means. Yeah, I use a thumb up, and that's up. why they're adopting it.
1: Yeah, I use a thumb up signal to say Thumbs okay. Up. Yeah, yeah, that's what I always do. But yeah,
2: yeah, and it's because of the fact that nobody ever uses that anymore. Hmm. That's why they're adopting it. So when you see it, you see it. Mm. It doesn't. Ha- it can be really casual. Mm. Uh-huh. You know, just that sitting back and putting that out on your knee, like one uh, one lady did during the, uh, uh, I think it was the Kavanaugh hearing Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, she had it out on her knee there. Um, so yeah, that's why they're doing it.
1: Yeah. Oh, can you give us other symbols to look out for, and other like tattoo things that we need to look out for?
2: I say the the 1488 uh the the lightning bolts.
1: Oh yeah. The, the those little uh, lightning bolts is it one or two?
2: Uh generally two. Okay. Um they're trying to get a little slick with it and only use one now. Okay. Um there's several variants of the swastika really that are out yeah and i'm i'm not picturing the top two right now but they are they are uh they are connected more to identity europa
3: oh okay um
2: i really can't think of anything yeah that isn't you know, easily searchable.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Outside yeah, yeah. of the okay.
1: Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, pr- pretty, pretty much like um, you know, if they have uh, what boots with red laces? That's probably a that giveaway right there. Not all ball-headed people yeah. are, are skinheads. Not. I want to say that. I want to keep it clear. No. Not all ball-headed people are, <laughs> are skinheads, but if, <laughs> if you have the combination then maybe it'll be a fair assessment to just say, okay, maybe I should look out for this person yeah. or whatever.
2: Yeah, oh, the the whole skinhead look was actually stolen. Was it really? See, white supremacists can't come up with anything original.
3: Yeah. yeah. Anything
2: well, original. They have taken a, a cherished religious symbol
3: yeah.
2: and turned it into a symbol of hate. Mm. They have taken the look of the 1960s uh, mods,
3: yeah.
2: Yeah. A lot of people may not be familiar with that name, the, the mods. Uh, they all, and there was a a a, a resurgent in the '80s
3: yeah.
2: of mods. Uh They had the what we see as a skinhead look, but they rode around town on their Vespas. Yeah. Yeah. Their little scooters. Yeah. And that was their thing with 15 billion mirrors on these things looking absolutely <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> But that's where they took the look from.
1: Yeah Hmm. Hmm. That's I didn't know that. I did not know that Yeah. Wow.
2: Now the a quick way to know that you're dealing with a uh, a, a sharp skin. Yeah Is you will see the the sharp logo somewhere on them, which looks a lot like a Roman soldier.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, I didn't know. And And it's. And the the sharp skins are the. Generally black and white. Yeah, the sharp skins are the good ones, right?
2: Yes, sharp skins are are, uh, skinheads against racial prejudice.
1: Got it, got it. Okay, okay. That's. Oh, wow. I never even knew that. I didn't know there was an anti movement against, you know, the skinheads. I wasn't ever aware of that.
2: But, hey, the more we know. Yeah. And they're. Yeah. Hey, yeah, a lot of them are actually former Nazi skins. Wow. And they will. In fact, the way the one of the quickest ways, if they don't have that marker, the quickest way you will know that you're talking to a sharp skin is when he calls a Nazi skin a bonehead. Oh! Uh, they're not skinheads. They're boneheads.
1: Got <laughs> okay, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it now. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! I I wasn't aware of that. Wow. Okay. Okay.
2: Yep. Um. When when you hear that bonehead come out, yeah. you're almost guaranteed to be talked to a sharp.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> That's funny. Wow, I wasn't I wasn't aware of that. Well, the more the more we know. Look at that. Um, now I always, now I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap it up now and I want to get a solution from you. Um, I always preach about solutions and every time I always talk about certain issues in our community or certain issues that's happening in our life, I always want to have, Hey, this is a solution. Here we go. This is what we need to do. What solutions do you think would be possible for us to eliminate white supremacist or white supremacy or just that hate?
2: Well, like I brought up earlier, Angela Davis saying it, you have to do more than be not racist. You have to be anti-racist. Mm-hmm. You have to call out this racism when you see it. Us white guys, listen up, white guys. I'm sure there's a few of you out there Uh, we have to take ownership of our racism and we have to stop and say, that's it. I'm done. It's easier to love our brother. The, the third option in here is we have to wait for every one of these punks to die.
3: Mm, Okay.
2: Okay. Racists are going to have to die out. They're going to have to give rise to the next generation, which is why I've been – I said on – I went on this spree a while back on Twitter saying, you know, let the kids lead.
0: Mm.
2: We screwed this up. Mm. Mm. Let Mm. the kids lead. Listen to them. Mm. They see what's going on here. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I have to agree. I have to agree because I do see a lot of mm-hmm. younger younger kids moving away from that ideology that their parents probably either had, you know, or brought up in, which is um which is a hundred percent true, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Fritz, listen, it's been brother, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Um, I really. Hey appreciate, man, it's been awesome. Yeah, I, I re- loved it. Yeah, I really appreciate you coming coming in giving your insight on it um i look forward to having you on if you ever want to do come out i want to come on and give your insights on certain things you know um you're more than welcome definitely
2: man let's let's do it
1: yeah 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 you're more than welcome um again thank you very very much um you know hopefully you know you're you're doing well with this whole covet thing and um everything looks out you know and um i people i usually tell people in my guests where they can find you but i'm not going to do that now because you do want to remain anonymous due to you know your protection or whatever and
2: i just well wanna... we we could throw out my twitter handle
1: oh yeah 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 let's throw out your twitter handle where the, where where can these um non racist people find you
2: <laughs> <laughs> the, the racist ones can find me but they're going to get a mouthful
1: yeah and
2: i am the the infamous Fritz Colburn,
1: yeah, Every, on Twitter. Everything, um, all his link to his Twitter is going to be down below on the description or on the on the yeah, details of the of the podcast app. If you listen to this on YouTube, it's going to be in the description down below. But Fritz, thank you very much for coming on by and having this discussion.
2: All right, brother. Hey, thank you. I appreciate this. It uh, you know. It's- a little it, it was pretty good for me To get some of this Off, off my chest So
1: Oh yeah yeah, yeah I'm yeah, looking yeah, forward yeah.
2: To the next time
1: Yeah 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 Of course Just let me know When you want to come by And we'll we'll make it happen And we'll have a Actually instead of having me on I have a whole group of people Just asking you questions If you don't mind You know <laughs> But uh yeah, Hey we you. can do that Yeah 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 Thank you, thank I, you. I have
2: a lot of opinions On, on a lot of things And yeah. every now and then I'm actually right yeah
1: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's what i like to hear that's what i like to hear but thank you very much for coming on by man
2: all right brother bless you
1: all right bye peace okay guys now that was the interview with frisk the the former white supremacist and remember guys if you guys want to hit him up his twitter is going to be in the link down below also in the details on the on the podcast app. That's where his Twitter is. I can put the link and everything. So you guys can either contact him or whatever the case is. You know what I'm saying? Now, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys learned a lot. Learned a lot from everything that I've been always talking about. I Hope you guys learned a lot from everything that I've been putting out there so we can all get educated. There probably is certain things that people are, you know, little confused about about the the whole rohoa thing it's a white supremacist a term for the holy war also um the month of april that's very you know significant you know we explained that also with the you know he broke down you know certain white supremacist symbols and stuff like that but i hope you guys had a better understanding on how white supremacists think I hope you guys have a better understanding how these people basically recruit, and these people basically um, find other people to lead the charge. Because in in the end of the day, we're all pe- um, you know people who are you know either battered, people who've been you know mistreated, people who've been basically lost, and we're all trying to find a way to you know find. Uh, acceptance from other people. You know what I'm saying? That's basically what it boils down to, you know? And some of these people are born into it. Some of these people are not, you know? So at least we have a better understanding on how some of these people think, you know what I'm saying? And when I talk about white supremacists, I'm not talking about all white people. Remember, there's white supremacists and there's white people. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about all white people and all white supremacists are not wearing hoods. Some of them are wearing, you know, uh, suits and all that. Some of them are judges. Some of them are teachers. You know what I mean? So let's make that, you know, 100% clear. I hope you guys enjoyed it and got more educated. If you guys want to follow me, hit me up on Instagram and Twitter at the same name, radical underscore Latino underscore. If you want to donate and support your boy and support the the podcast, hit up my cash app, radical, dollar sign, radical Latino, or go to my website, you know, radicallatino.com and donate give whatever you guys want to put or whatever if you can't support monetarily at least watch my youtube channel i am monetized go to the ads or go to your podcast app rate me five stars you know put whatever oh look i really enjoyed the episode and all that you know what i'm saying that that's a that's a way where you guys could you know do it that's not my own terror, I hope I brought you guys a lot of, you know, a lot of useful information. Now, with that being said, I'm going to catch everybody later and please be safe out here. You know what I'm saying? All right. Peace.